Welcome to the season of Ordinary Time. My name is Chris Kamalski and I'm your audio liturgist. I am incredibly excited about these next six months, roughly from June to the end of November in every calendar year. It's a season of time that is long, almost boring and monotonous, and it's called Ordinary Time. There's another season earlier in the year that is about that, but this is the long slog. And what I'd like to do is I'd like to just welcome you wholeheartedly to it and to say I'm excited about routine. I'm excited about developing a rhythm by which we follow after Jesus with our whole hearts in the normalcy and the monotony of our life. In changing diapers, and taking our kids to school, and going to work day after day after day, and trying to love your wife or your husband as best as you can. And doing the things that many of us never consider are some of the central things that we do most often. And they're the very things that the Spirit of God desires to use most deeply to form us. This is a season by which this short podcast is a small introduction. You'll hear a lot more about this over the coming weeks. But for now, let me point you to an amazing song by an artist by the name of Alexi Murdoch called All My Days that you've heard the introduction to just now. All rights and restrictions go to him. Buy his album. It's from a 2006 album called Time Without Consequence. It's incredible. One of my favorite albums to road trip to. This song is again called All My Days. And I just want to encourage you as we start this podcast, I'm going to read you one of the verses of that. And uh, just think about this in terms of how you spend your time. Do you ever feel like Alexi does? He writes this in this song. Many a night I found myself with no friends standing near all of my days. I cried aloud, I shook my hands. What am I doing here? all of these days, for I look around me and my eyes confound me. It's just too bright as the days keep turning into night. Do you ever feel that way? Do you ever wonder why you're here and what the purpose of life really is? Ordinary time lets us ask that with seriousness. And I want to invite you into this season in a new and fresh way. Welcome to the season of ordinary time within the larger framework of this liturgical year that we are calling Empires of Dirt and Grace. I'm excited that you're here. A meditation entitled A Net for Catching Days on Ordinary Time, written by Chris Kamalski. Quote, How we spend our days is, of course, how we spend our lives. What we do with this hour and that one is what we are doing. A schedule defends us from chaos and whim. It is a net for catching days. It is a scaffolding on which a worker can stand and labor with both hands at sections of time. That's an incredible quote by Annie Dillard. Start of the meditation. A few seconds in our lives stand out above the blur of all the rest, declaring I do to your spouse for life, signing a contract for the loan on your first home, The clarity of a moment at work where you realize you were made for this. As the cliché reminds us, each day contains 86,400 unique moments 
to engage the gift that is your life unfolding over a relatively minor period of time within human history. For our family, 11.29 a.m. on Monday, March 31st, 2014, contains a moment like this that is forever seared upon the deepest recesses of our souls as our precious daughter, Mia Ann, entered the world, arms held high. I will always remember the first time I saw her. The rest of our days? Well, according to the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, they are filled with the depressing realization that we spend a third of our lives sleeping over 28 years, two and a half years grooming ourselves, and most disturbing of all, almost nine years, and I'm sure this is growing, glued to the growing prevalence of social media invading every empty space in our lives. When all is said and done, in a life that spans almost 80 years, only roughly one-eighth of it is actually somewhat unscheduled, free to be defined as we see fit. It's really no wonder that time has been commodified into a currency, the literal feeling that time is money. All of this makes the manner by which we spend the normality of our, the normality of our days all the more critical. As Annie Dillard prophetically proclaims, how we spend our days is, of course, how we spend our lives. If six years of our lives are spent doing chores, with what attitude are we washing the dishes each evening? If two and a half years are spent making purchases, what values are informing our spending habits? If ten and a half years are spent in our workplace, what sort of relationships are we building in this critical environment that we are so defined within? These are the questions that frame the long season of ordinary time a period of almost six months within the liturgical calendar stretching from June through the end of November each year. Ordinary time is a season of normality in the resurrected reality we now live within. It's a season to take the work of God from Christmas to Easter seriously, as John Chittister says. And so this leads me to my question that we hope will frame this entire liturgical season of ordinary time. How is your season of normality currently being spent? The following statistics are taken from data from the World Bank, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, and it's based on the United States population. This is from an incredible infographic that you can find online called How Much Time Do We Have? put together by a woman by the name of Anna Vital. Here's some stats. Do you know that the average person lives about 78 years and 28.3 years or a third of your life is spent sleeping? You spend 10.5 years working. You spend nine years on TV, video games, and social networks. And again, I'm sure that's only going to climb over the years. You spend six years doing chores, four years eating and drinking, three and a half years only on education, two and a half years on grooming, taking showers, going to the bathroom, two and a half years on shopping, one and a half years on childcare, and 1.3 years commuting. Essentially, for a 78-year-old, that, that leaves you about nine years of unscheduled time. The question again, according to statistics in a normal person's life, is what are you going to do with this nine years? How will you spend it? A scripture to frame the season of ordinary time, taken from Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through 
through 15. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to uproot, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. What is the worker gain from all of his toil? I have seen the burden God has laid on men. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in the hearts of men. Yet they cannot fathom what God has done from beginning to end. I know that there is nothing better for men than to be happy and to do good while they live. That everyone may eat and drink and find satisfaction in all of his toil. This is the gift of God. I know that everything God does will endure forever. Nothing can be added to it. Nothing can be taken away from it. God does it so that men will revere him. Whatever is has already been, and what will be has been before. God will call the past into account. That's taken from the NIV translation. A meditation entitled The Wisdom of Routine, originally written for Ordinary Time a few years ago. The definition for routine is a sequence of actions regularly followed, a fixed program. The origin is from the late 17th century French word route, or route, meaning road or way, denoting a regular course or procedure. The wisdom of routine structures much of the liturgical year in a period known as ordinary time. The months and the heart of those months of regular worship, the practice of spiritual disciplines, and regular gathering of the community of the church to return once again to the heart of Jesus' resurrected life. This frames the majority of the rhythm of the Christ-filled life. The antithesis of boredom, it is precisely within the rhythm of routine that a pathway develops under the steady drum of our feet, a living, breathing community of faith, walking in the way of Jesus, bringing the restoration of all things for good in partnership with God. Steadiness and fidelity are the fodder that the Spirit uses to form the soul. We have entered a season where it is decision time. Will we take Easter and Christmas seriously or not? As Joan Chittister writes, it is what we do routinely, not what we do rarely, that delineates the character of a person. It is what we believe in the heart of us that determines what we do daily. It is what we bring to the nourishment of the soul that predicts the kind of soul we nurture. It's what we do ordinarily, day by day, that gives us an intimation of what we will do under stress. It is the daily, the way we act ordinarily, not rarely, that defines us as either kind or angry or faithful or constant, no doubt about it. The daily, the normal, the regular, the common, this is what gives clarity to the essence of the real self. That's from a Joan Chittister book by the name of the liturgical year. A previous meditation was written by Chris Komalski. A short spiritual practice to start off the season of ordinary time. 
Take a few moments and light a candle as a welcome reminder that Christ is risen both within us and throughout every corner of the world. As Christ followers, we seek to live in the way of God. This is the road. As demonstrated through the manner Jesus lived his life, we seek to give flesh to this life within our world as Jesus did. We're going to practice for a few moments right now a short version of the prayer of examine as a means by which to just take stock of our souls as we enter into this long, hard, beautiful season of ordinary time. The prayer of examine, if you've forgotten what it entails, is a centuries-old rhythm of prayer designed to open one's consciousness to, to how God has been moving throughout one's day, throughout our time, in a sense. In this prayer, we seek to notice what God has been calling us to in our day and how He has been speaking to us. When practicing this prayer rhythm, we may simply be recalling what we noticed at the time, or we may be opening our heart to the ways in which God was moving but that we were unaware of in the moment. Open your heart to the Spirit in prayer through the use of one or more of these questions that I suggest and, and, and read just now at some point in your day. Linger where the Spirit seems to be leading you. So I'm going to read a short series of questions. There's five of them. And if one of them sticks, stands out to you, I'd like you literally to pause this podcast and to enter into a time of meditation, reflection, potentially even journaling and prayer as a way by which to experience and pay attention to what God is doing in your life right now. Here are the questions. Number one, when did I sense your presence the most in my days? Question number two, when did your presence seem the farthest away from me in my days? Question number three, how are you loving me in my days. Question number four. How are you loving me even when your presence seemed far away? Question number five. How did I respond to your love in my days? Any one of these questions is an invitation for you to pause this podcast and to consider how God has been present in your life in the ordinary and how He desires to have you become aware of where he is. Take a few moments and do that before you continue on to the end of this podcast. Now may the Spirit of God be with you as you enter into this new season of ordinary time. Let's use the words of Alexi Murdoch's incredible song, All My Days, the last verse, as our prayer and as our focus as we enter into this season. Listen to his words in the next few song, next few minutes and use this as a time of prayer wherever you are listening to and engaging with this podcast. Again, this is from Alexi Murdoch's song, All My Days, All Rights and Copyright, To Him and Him Alone. Now I see clearly you I'm looking for All of my days So a smile Loneliness no more All of my days For I look around And it seems you found me And it's coming into sight As the days keep 
as the days keep turning into night. Now I see clearly it's you I'm looking for all of my days. Soon I'll smile. I'll know I feel this loneliness no more all of my days. For I look around me, and it seems you found me, and it's coming into sight as the days keep turning into night. Even breathing feels alright. Even breathing now feels alright.